Welcome back to the Stoic Cast with Max V. Our Stoic adventure is on week 21, How to Thrive in a World Out of Your Control by Massimo Piglucci and Gregory Lopez. Week 21 is Choose Your Company Well. It can be hard to resist going along with the crowd. Sometimes following the crowd can be fun, as when joining in on the excitement of cheering for your home team in a sporting event. Sometimes it can be useful, as you might push yourself harder in an exercise class, but it's often problematic. Alex considers himself relatively introverted and reserved, but when he hangs out with some of his old friends, he finds himself acting much more aggressively and boisterously than usual. He often insults people, once even narrowly avoiding a fistfight. As you'll see this week, the Stoics were well aware of others' ability to influence our own thoughts and our behaviors, and held fast to the old saying, you are the company you keep. Our weekly quote is from Epictetus from his Onchiridion. Refuse the entertainments of strangers and the vulgar, but if occasion arise to accept them, then strain every nerve to avoid lapsing into the state of the vulgar. For know that, if your comrade has a stain on him, he that associates with him must need to share that stain, even though he be clean himself. Epictetus may sound insufferably snobbish and elitist, but he is essentially giving you the same advice that your mom likely did when you were growing up. Be careful who you associate with. Seek people who are better than you, so you can learn from them. Avoid those who are char- whose characters and habits will drag you down. It's important to note that you should not feel superior to others because you are a Stoic. On the contrary, precisely because you are a Stoic, you recognize that you are flawed and that you need to avoid temptations and seek help from others to improve. Friendship and companionship are serious business for the Stoics. The whole idea of friends on social networks, especially those you don't know personally or don't know well, is an oxymoron from the Stoic perspective. That said, you may wonder about a potential paradox lurking in Epictetus' advice. If we all put this into practice, wouldn't our better friends also avoid our company? But we don't need to go that far. It isn't as though we should or even could rank everyone on a simple scale of virtue and then pick from those with a score higher and then hang out with them exclusively. What Epictetus is getting at here is far more commonsensical. That some companionships are mutually rewarding, others are mutually destructive, and some don't go anywhere, and those are to also be avoided. Once you start internalizing Epictetus' perspective on friendships, you will begin to see the consequences in your social life and on your broader outlook in general. Just as you begin to wonder during last week's exercise whether particular conversations were really worth having, you will now begin to ponder your choice of friends and acquaintances. Which ones are mutually beneficial? Which ones might you want to reconsider? Your time is limited. You'd better make the best of it. What to do? Dive right in by taking a few minutes to think about two or three people of the mutually destructive variety whom you see often. Think about those who may reinforce your negative habits or moods or situations in which you're bound to encounter these people. What negative thoughts and behaviors do they promote? Write them down. Now that you've identified possible negative influences, your goal for the week is to come up with an action plan based on Epictetus' advice to reduce the number of impact and the number of influences. As Epictetus mentions, there are two ways to go about this, either by avoiding the vulgar or by trying extra hard not to indulge in these behaviors, moods, or ways of thinking if you encounter these people. After all, not all poor company in your life can or should be avoided. They may be family or colleagues, and it would be irresponsible to simply drop them. This exercise is not teaching you to run away from all possible bad influences. Instead, the goal is to not share the stain of their influence on you. 
use the table below, plan how you will reduce the impact of your circle of negative influences, whether by reducing contact with them or preparing beforehand. Put your plan in action every time you encounter the person over the course of the next week. One final note, this exercise, like all of Stoicism, is about focusing on yourself. Do not use it as an exercise to judge or berate others. That itself is a negative thought pattern that Stoics would suggest you avoid. Why do it? Studies in behavioral science suggest that the old adage, you are the company you keep, has something to it. People tend to reinforce the behaviors and emotions of those around them. This week you will test this theory for yourself. Weekly review. Did you succeed in reducing your exposure to or indulgence in some of the negative influences in your life? If not, what might you have done differently to be more successful? If yes, then how did it impact your mood, behaviors, and thinking patterns? Take a few moments to reflect on your week and write them down. Next week, we will continue the theme of working on how other people affect you. Okay, a review of week 21. Choose your company well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, uh, you should be spending time with people that are contributing to your life, that are adding value and uh, enriching your life. You shouldn't be hanging around with people that are making you poor or you know, poor in, in spirit or, or poor financially or just making dumb decisions and uh, getting involved with uh, police or altercations. Uh, improve yourself. Make yourself a better person. Be a contributing member to society and the greater world around you and, uh, and simply don't waste your life. We will talk more next week on week 22. We will learn to roll with insults. Until then, stay stoic.